Welcome to Holy Trinity Catholic Church from Beaverton, Oregon. Good morning, everybody. Special good morning to all you out there in internet land. Glad you're with us, too. So guys, this morning I want to focus with you on just one line out of the gospel, that powerful, powerful assurance of the Father. You are my beloved Son. With you I am well pleased. Powerful words. And you know, every time I hear that gospel, I think of Henry Nouwen, who once said that these words, while they're addressed to Jesus on another level, they're really addressed to us as well. Each one of us. And if you think about it, isn't that what we say, right? We say that Jesus, in his unshakable commitment to us, actually takes us to himself, into himself, through baptism, through the Eucharist, through other ways as well, so that we say we're baptized into Christ. And he shares with us his very own relationship with the Father. So those words that the Father says to Jesus really are addressed to us. You are my beloved child. With you, I am well pleased, right? Jeff, you are my beloved son. With you, I am well pleased. And Katie, you are my beloved daughter. With you, I am well pleased. I think especially today in our world with the, all the uncertainty and the anxiety and everything else that we've been dealing with, our young people, it's so important for them to hear these words. So Chris and Nick and Nico and Nixon and Nathan back there, you are my beloved sons. With you, I am well pleased. You guys, those words, those are the core foundation of our lives. Those words should shape and motivate everything about us. So how we think, how we see, the way we relate to other people, how we respond, our words, our choices, all of those should flow from this knowledge of the Father's powerful and particular love for each of us. And in a perfect world, they would. But as you know, unfortunately, our world's not perfect, is it? It's broken, and we ourselves are broken. So life hurts at times. We all know that. And sometimes even the best of our human loves can fail us, fall short of what we need. Our own limits, our own weaknesses trip us up from time to time. Recently, Allie, our apprentice, she introduced me to um, somebody I didn't know before. Her name is Sister Miriam James. Uh, and Sister Miriam James, she's this young, vivacious, really smart, just really kind of attractive nun who's all the rage in Catholic online circles right now. She's sort of a, I don't know, she's kind of a spiritual rock star, I guess. Anyway, Sister Miriam, her specialty is spiritual healing. That's what her interest is. And she says, in her experience, most of us, most of us walk around with unresolved hurts, or she calls them wounds, that arise from the trauma and the brokenness in our lives. And these wounds, she says, are what they really are is they're attacks on that core identity of ours that we are the beloved children of God. Or you could say they're lies that we fall for, that prevent us, that deafen us maybe to the Father's assurance that before everything else, you are my beloved child when with you I am well pleased. And Miriam says that there are seven of these wounds, 
seven deadly wounds, she calls them, because left unhealed, they tend to lead us into unhappy or unhealthy places, right? Places like rage or depression or discouragement or anxiety or judgment or unforgiveness. And she says, while we can flirt with all seven at different times in our lives, most of us tend to specialize in one or two. And you know, I find her really insightful on this. And so I was thinking, how can I convey these to you in a way that's not just sort of dryly reading them to you? I mean, for one thing, Father Dave's only had one cup of coffee and he'll end up falling asleep and snoring if I do that. So how could I do it? Well, I was thinking maybe instead we could actually pray with these seven wounds of hers right here and right now. And right here and right now, invite God inside our hearts to heal whatever wounds we might be carrying. Does that sound okay? Will you try that with me? All right, let's see how it works. Might completely flub, that's all right. We'll give it a good try. All right, so let me begin by just asking you to sit back and make yourself comfortable. If you like, you can shut your eyes. And just take a breath in. And let it out. And just let go of any distractions you might have. Thoughts about what's coming up in the day. What am I going to eat? When is Deacon Brett going to be done with this? <laughs> Set that aside. That'll be here for you when we're done. So what I'm going to do over the next few minutes, you guys, is describe each wound for you using some of the self-talk, conscious or unconscious, that often accompanies it. And then I'm going to leave a pause, just a few seconds, kind of a pregnant pause, and I invite you to just consider whether that description captures a way that you often find yourself thinking or feeling. And maybe especially when you're out of sorts or something has disturbed your peace or you're struggling, something has bothered you, whatever it is. And then I'm going to follow with a brief prayer, asking God to come in and heal that particular wound. So let's see how this works. So we'll begin with just a short prayer. Lord Jesus, we ask you to come and be among us with your Holy Spirit and send your Spirit into our minds and hearts to help us see what you want us to see and to help us open ourselves to the power of your healing Spirit and to surrender to you whatever needs to be surrendered. And so friends, trusting that the Lord is here, let's begin with the first wound, which is abandonment. Abandonment says, I'm on my own, alone. No one understands me. No one cares for me. No one even sees me. No one has my back. Have you ever felt that way? Are you feeling this way? And if so, then we pray. Lord, you said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I am with you always till the end of time. Help me remember that in you I am always connected, always understood, and deeply, deeply cared for. Next, we'll consider shame. Shame says, I'm bad, ugly, stupid, worthless, dirty, and it's my fault.
And if you find yourself thinking this way, then we pray. Lord, you said, I have not come to condemn you, but to save you. In you, I am forgiven and set free. Help me remember that I am worthy and precious, not because of my merits, but because of what you have done for me. And the next is fear. Fear says, if I trust, I'll be hurt. If I speak, I'll be ridiculed. If I risk, I'll fail. I'm unprotected. We pray, Lord, you say, I am your rock, your fortress, your protector, your deliverer. Help me remember that your love casts out fear and that in you I have a peace that the world cannot give. Powerlessness. Powerlessness says, I'm weak, unable to change, stuck, trapped, a victim, and there's nothing I can do. Lord Jesus, you remind me that when I'm powerless, it's then that I am strong, because in weakness, your grace is made perfect. Help me to remember that where your spirit is, there is freedom, and that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Rejection. Rejection says, no one loves me, no one cares. I'm not desired, not wanted, I'm not good enough. Father, you say, you are my beloved child. In you, I am well pleased. Help me to remember the value I have in your eyes, so much so that you would send Jesus to give his life for me. Hopelessness. Hopelessness says, nothing will ever change. It will never get better. My life is meaningless. I have nothing to live for. Lord Jesus, you say, see, I make all things new. Help me remember that what you've begun in me, you will bring to completion, and that those who hope in you will never be disappointed. And finally, confusion. Confusion says, I don't understand what's happening. Why is this happening? Nothing makes sense. I don't know how to make things better, and no one will help me. Lord Jesus, you say, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened. Help me to be open to the helps you send me and to respond with courage and with trust to the promptings of your spirit. Amen. All right, you guys, you can open your eyes. So I hope you found that helpful. I hope there was something of value in that for you, even if not all of those wounds applied. If you'd like to revisit them, I realize we're speaking in kind of a, kind of a compressed 
time period here, but if you'd like to sit with them further, I have kind of a summary version in my bulletin this week. And you can always just Google Sister Miriam James. She's all over the internet and YouTube and all those other good places. So check her out. She's really worth your, worth your time. Those words, you are my beloved child. With you, I am well pleased. You guys, those are the truest, the most fundamental things about us, right? So I encourage you as we go into this new week and move further into this new year, claim that identity. Claim that identity. And when you do claim it, Watch and see how your life begins to change. Thank you for joining us. You can learn more on our parish website at h-t.org. We hope that you will subscribe to our YouTube channel or try and join us for Mass if you're local. Again, all the information will be on h-t.org dot org